FFM Productions presents Two Wild Orchids. Not your mother's podcast. We're doing video recording. Because we were supposed <laughs> to record with someone else and they stood us up. I know. Who does that? I, I, not us. If you want to come on our show, we'll have you. Yep. Wait, we haven't done our intro. Oh, all right, go. I'm Sean Lee. I'm hungry. You've been hungry all day. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I don't know if there's anything left in your kitchen. <laughs> so, so true. I'm Monica. And we are the Two Wild Hungry Orchids, the place you come for sex and fun. And today we are shooting video because we were supposed to do a video podcast with another podcaster and he must have had a terrible car accident or his house got <laughs> on fire or something because he blew us off. Okay, so today's topic, Monica had this great idea. Yeah. So if this, if this show sucks... This was Monica's idea. <laughs> oh, no pressure at right. all. If the show is great, it was my idea. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah, so we're going to do, we're just going to do like a little kind of game of 50 questions that'll, you know, good to talk to your partner about maybe like turn so on. So these are questions that we could ask our lover. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Now, is this, are these questions that we ask a lover we've known a long time or a brand new lover or both? I don't think it matters. I think they're just sexy questions to ask your partner. All right. So you might want to get a pen and paper for, not for our answers. But. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You want to go, for, we're going to take turns? Uh, yeah. Well, let's take turns. All right. Do you want to go first? Sure. Wait, but am I asking the question or am I I'm going to ask. I the thought I, I, I like to go first. So okay, I'm going to so, ask the question. Okay, go. All right. Um, <laughs> I don't like okay. that one. No, 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 no. <laughs> we got it. Okay. What's the dirtiest thought you've ever had about a total stranger? Um, oh my God. So I was working on a job site once, um, on the beach and there was this really hot guy like laying out on the beach and I, I almost just walked out there and was, and like, just was like, I'm gonna, I would, I, I wanted to sleep with that guy. I wanted to fuck that guy. On the I want to drop to my knees right in front of you yeah. and take you home. I, and I was like, what is wrong with me? I had to call a girlfriend for support. <laughs> <laughs> What is wrong with me? Okay. All right. Um, and so wait, did you ever talk to him? Hold on. We no, no. Here. I totally chickened out. I chickened out. I got my shit together and was like, I cannot walk up to a total stranger on the beach and be like, I don't know, he, I don't know what was going on with me. It must have been like a hormone thing. Uh, or you missed your soulmate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Seriously. No. Oh, Think about that. Oh. Way to go, Monica. Uh, no. All right. Stranger on the beach, if you're listening. Five, five, five. No, <laughs> <laughs> right. That was probably the dirtiest like thought I've had of a stranger, total stranger, that right. I can think of right now. I've had dirty thoughts. Go ahead. Your turn. Okay. So do you prefer sex at night in the morning, mid-afternoon, or now? Oh, I, I didn't. I was like, I had my answer, and then you said now. I was like, oh, God. Uh, okay. Mid-afternoon, and mid-afternoon is right now, so yes. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Because here's the thing. In the morning, like you get up, you haven't brushed your teeth, you got morning breath, you want to have coffee, whatever. And at night, by the time you've had your day, you're tired. If you can do afternoon sex, mm-hmm. like that's prime time, mm-hmm. right? That is all the bang for your buck. Mm-hmm. Okay. I said bang. Have you ever masturbated in a public bathroom? Ew. God, no. <laughs> okay. That's I like just, a hard no. That's a hard no. <laughs> So you're saying stranger on the beach, public bathroom is still a no. Yeah, that was a no. That was a no. All right, your turn. What's the weirdest thing you've thought about while touching yourself? Oh, that's not even fair. 
I know that's a tough one. Okay, all right. The weird, the weirdest thing uh, I've ever thought about while touching. That is a good question to ask your partner, though. That is a great question. Like that's to a ask laying your around in bed, you know. Right. Question. Okay, so <laughs> I'm gonna be lame for like a second. Okay, it's okay. All right, okay, it's okay. I would be lame too. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so my lame answer is this. Remember when we talked about um, orgasm manifestation? Yes. Okay. So the weirdest thing I've thought about while touching myself is my business, like growing my business oh, and making it evolve. I don't think that's lame. You don't think that's lame? Because no. I'm like, it's not like I'm, ta- I'm thinking about, you know, like, you know, hell, I don't know, sex toys made by bad dragon or something. Right. But it's like, I think about my business and how it grows and the things I want to do. And I think about our audience and bam. <laughs> That's, I think that's a really good answer, actually. Oh, thank you. I like that. You're so sweet. Yeah. All right. So hang on. What's the strangest prop you've ever used to get yourself off? Oh, God. Um, you know, I used... <laughs> so, <laughs> it's so funny. I used... Um, it's actually recent. And I used my... Um, so when you order your yoni eggs... You know, we talked about the yoni eggs. Tell me more again, because I don't remember. The yoni eggs are the eggs that you can use for pelvic floor exercises. Oh, like the jade eggs. They're like jade eggs, only okay. they're they're uh, they come in different like crystals, and and they come they usually come in like a pack, and they come with like a wand. Okay. It looks like um, God, I don't even know what it looks like. It's almost like a long, but it's tapered. It's wider at one end than the other. Wait, and, wait, wait, wait! I need more information. So you've got an egg. You have like a set of eggs. So there's like a big egg, a middle egg, and a little egg. Okay. And then you also get this wand and it's made of ro- uh, like rose quartz. Oh, like the, like the, it look, almost like a dildo, but not yeah, shaped but like a penis. Ti- it's little. Like it's only, it's, it's not, like the diameter is really small. It's not it's even not penis like a size. So you can use it to masturbate. Oh. Yeah. And that was really great. Okay, so wait, we got to pause here because I've got questions. And they're not on the list, but I have questions about this, okay? <laughs> yeah. Because, so I've heard of using a yoni wand. I've heard of using the rose quartz dildo-shaped things, okay? And they're not really even shaped like penises. They're kind of shaped like cylinders, if you Yes, will. it's like a cylinder yeah. that's wider at one end than the other. I was going to say a tapered cylinder. A tapered, same same concept. There you okay. go. But, I don't, like, I've never masturbated with one, so I don't get it. Like, it doesn't vibrate. It doesn't move. But I've read all the reviews online and women are like, I, don't know I loved my vibrator and then I found this crystal thing, <laughs> shoved it in my pussy and bam, what happens? I don't know. I don't, I don't really use it. I don't like insert it very often. Like I actually use it to masturbate. Like, so instead of my finger, I'll use that. And I don't know why. It's like is really it, smooth. And when uh, is, you, yeah, is the coolness of the texture? Like I have quite like, oh, I might have to get one. I think you should just try it. Because all the reviews online rave about it. I, I mean, women were writing in and they were like, I used to use a vibrator and I'll never use anything but this crystal wand. That, and I'm like, what does it do? <laughs> it doesn't do anything. Exactly. I don't know why. I really don't know why, but I was pleasantly surprised. So and there you go. So I, wait, I have one more question. Sorry. I know I don't <laughs> no, take okay. too many questions. No, but, it's all right. All right. So we've got, the, we've got the little crystal wand thing and you've got the, the eggs. Yeah. Right. And you stick the eggs up in your hoo-ha and mm-hmm. I get it to make your pelvic floor stronger. Mm-hmm. But do they make you come then? What if you, I mean, okay, so my question, so it's made of, let's say, rose quartz, the right. little sticky thing. Yeah. And then we've got the eggs that are also made of rose quartz. Right. Does the egg make you come when you stick it in your pussy? Like, does it hit your G-spot? No, not really. I mean, at least for me. But if you have it inserted and you, like, if you're doing your Kegels and you squeeze, like, you definitely start to, there's definitely a very pleasant sensation that happens when you're squeezing. 
So like as you're getting closer and closer to orgasm, you can keep squeezing and then you and you can you start feeling like wait, so you have puts, the egg inside when you're masturbating? Sometimes. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so I I like I play with two dildos, so that makes sense, but yeah. Oh. I'm going to need a set. You know, I don't know why you haven't gotten them already. We've talked about this. I don't know. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> What's the most sexually daring thing you've ever done? Ugh. I don't know. I don't think I'm daring would probably be the yoni massage that I did. <laughs> that I was, wasn't sexual, you said. Well, it no, was kind no, of a, it was sexual. It just wasn't like involved, like I wasn't connected to her in a sexual way, but it's, it was definitely sexual. That's the, okay. So the yoni massage. So if you've not listened to our yoni massage <laughs> interview with Monica and Eva, the name of the show is No One's Ever Touched My Vagina Like That. Not even me. And there's a t-shirt in our store that says that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I that was probably the most daring thing I've ever done. I did have... Sex. That was brave. Like, I thought you were so brave to do that. I was like, I don't know that I could go. Because you didn't know Eva before. Mm-mm. I thought, I don't know that I could go and uh, like, mm, just go to a stranger and say, okay, let me take my clothes off, rub my pussy. Yeah, no, it was, it was, I would put myself out there. I was really proud of you. I did, I, I know for sure I don't think I could have done it. <laughs> I think you could. I think once you're in it, you know, it seems like it's once really... Once you take your clothes off, you're in. I agree. But that well, drive can, over there... But I think knowing... Well, I was nervous. but And then I think knowing, you know, you can walk away at any time. You know, if you're uncomfortable, you can just get up off the table and be like, I can't do this anymore. Oh, that's true. I okay. mean, I don't know. That's what I was telling myself. Like, hey, what's the worst thing that can happen? I don't like it. And I'm like, hey, I'm not digging this. And I leave. <laughs> All right. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. <clears throat> oh, that's a good one. But let's scroll down. Um, in your opinion, what I is I knew it, you were going to. I saw that question. I thought she's going to ask me that one. Go. But I think it's a good question. It's a good question. In your opinion, what does it mean to be good in bed? Uh, I think to be good in bed, you have to be, um, you have to be willing. You have to be willing to try anything. And you have to be adventurous and not lazy. Because I think that what happens with people who've been together a really long time is it gets very routine. Mm-hmm. And two things happen, I think. The first one is it gets routine, which means you have to be adventurous. You have to be willing, you have to, you have to want to try different things. You have to want to bring in toys or other people if that's your thing or different places, locations, whatever it is, right? You have to be adventurous. But I also think where, it, where relationships get stale and what was once good in bed is no longer is if the willingness is only on the part of one person. Mm-hmm. So if, for example, I always think about like when you think about sex, you have someone who's the doer for the most part mm-hmm. and someone who's the doey, right? Um, you know, do you, are, are you the doer and you like to be done kind of deal? But I think that what happens is... Are you a doey or a doer? I'm a doey. I'm a natural doey. Okay. Right? Yeah. Um, I think most women are. Well, I don't know. I don't know. So my primary partner is a very active doer. Right. But... There's a part of me now as I'm evolving that says, I want to try different things with you that I've never tried before. And now what I need from him is, and any partner for that matter, is to be willing to let me explore the, uh, the side of me that wants to be the doer. Mm-hmm. So I think you have to be willing and I think you have to be adventurous. Mm-hmm. What do you I, think? I think I totally agree with that. I'm brilliant. My turn. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely a dewey. Are you a Dewey? Yeah, 
Oh God. Yeah. What do you yeah. got? What do you got for me? Because you see my grin, right? I see the grin. Yeah. Do you have a go-to masturbation fantasy? And if so, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> that last little bit I added on. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> um yeah. Oh God. <laughs> it, You're welcome. <laughs> it always involves my ex. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so what did you do before him? Um, did you have a go-to one then? Oh my God. I don't remember. Um, <clears throat> I must have for sure. I, you know, I liked, I think about like, for me, it's not so much about until recently about the actual person as much as it is like, I kind of play this like video porn in my head of the things that are happening. Like, Oh God. How can I say this? <laughs> Bluntly is how we're hoping. <laughs> like, I, like, you know, if you're, like, I don't really like porn, but, you know, when you're watching porn, sometimes they, like, zoom in to certain body parts, and you can see the ins and outs and all the good That's stuff. That's called, like, POV, point of view, if you wanted to. Right, okay. I know too much about porn. Thank you. So, I like that point of view. So, so that, you like the actual penetration, yes. close view. Yeah. All right. I don't, I don't have like a particular, like I don't, I'm not like a damsel in distress, like running through the forest or something <laughs> that gets, you know what I mean? Because right, some no. people have really active, you know, right. you fantasies. Know, I, I, I was out at a bar and I met a guy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. I don't have any, I don't really, I've tried. You just kind of skip to the end into the sex. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's well, like, she's like porn clips. <laughs> and, well, and, and the, it's funny because the audio porn that I listen to I I love the audio porn and they don't do it very often. It's hard to find like this little niche of of men that do audio porn for women where they're really describing in detail slowly what's mm -hmm. happening step by step because it just paints this picture in my head and I love that. I could give a shit about the storyline. Like I don't oh, care. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I don't care about the story at all. Like oh, I, I see. I do. I know. Yeah, we talked about that because yeah. I do. I like the, and it's interesting because, um, and we're going to talk about this on a future show, but I've just learned this term, and I think I told you the other day, called stag and vixen. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we're going to do, we're going to eventually talk about this, but like when I think about it, it's like what it means is the pleasure and enjoyment that you get from watching one of your lovers have sex. Like, like a stag would be a guy watching his wife. A vixen would be the woman, right? And so for me, mm, the storyline for that all day. Interesting. So that's going to lead into my next question, which is what kind of porn turns you on? Ooh. Um, <laughs> I, love, I, I love threesomes. I love threesome porn. Okay. Um, but I'm not so much into two guys and a girl. It's a lot of penis. It's a lot of penis. <laughs> I mean, seriously, guys, if you're listening, okay, I know that you think, okay, and here's <clears> the thing. <throat> I know that, like, I've had both. I've had two girls and a guy, and I've had two, two guys and me. And two guys and me is a it, there's a lot of penis, and and there's and there's different rhythms and it's fun. I'm not saying it's not fun, but if I have to pick a daily diet, two girls and a guy, best that's what I look for. Okay. Oh, and I like anal porn. Two girls and a guy, anal porn. That's oh. good stuff. Yeah. I I I'm a dirty girl. No, I love that. I lo I mean, a lot of people get into anal. You'd be shocked a at lot, so much. All of my girlfriends, I would say. Okay, but you have <laughs> most a, of them. Okay, not so all of this them. is not. I'm going off script now. <laughs> <laughs> Monica, have you had anal sex yet? Oh my god, 
That's a You no. know the answer to this question. You should, if you're not watching our video on this, when I asked that question, your eyes got so big, the whites <laughs> took up the, your entire face. <laughs> because you know the answer to that question. Well, if I keep asking, eventually one day you're going to say, yes. Well, it's, it's going to happen. We'll see about that. Oh, wait, can we pause a second? Yeah. Okay, last show. You, we told, we asked you to clean up. We had to, we needed closure. You, you, we were sort of kind of seeing a guy mm-hmm. and then we had the ex thing happen. Mm-hmm. And then you said you weren't sure what you were going to do with the first guy. What happened? Yeah. So I, I, after, actually after the show, it just kind of got my brain thinking and I expedited. Like I knew that I, I knew that we weren't going to work out, but I, I needed to, I needed to wrap that up. Oh, so, so you ended it? Yeah. All right. Was it, are you okay with that? Yeah. I'm good. He's good. Everything's good. That was definitely. Well, I'm. I'm glad. I'm proud of you because I know breaking up's hard. It's. I and I suck at it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good at breaking up. I have a really hard time with it. I don't know why. I. I always want to like stick it out, and I always feel like there's hope, and <clears throat> I second guess myself, and I. I usually wait until it's just like driven into the dirt, and the guy has to do it. <laughs> I don't. I know I'm not a good breaker upper. All right. Well, if you want to date Monica, the odds are <laughs> she's not going to dump you. Exactly. I'm not a good dumper. I'm just not. All right. Is it my turn to questions? I can't remember. But yeah, it's your it's your turn to ask a question. All right. Does naughty talk get you aroused? Yes. What kind? Oh, I don't care. I mean, I don't like to be degraded. Okay. Like, don't. Don't call you a whore and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't want to like be. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to be like your little cum slut. I, that's. <laughs> <laughs> that's not my thing at all. But yeah, I definitely. And I some guys, I I wish they would just be a little more vocal. Even if you're just describing, but we talked about this. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you're just describing what's going on, and it doesn't have to be all the time. Like, I like it if you're having sex tonight. Like, how does that? If they tell you how they're feeling. Yeah. To me, that's so hot. Yeah. Right. If you're saying to me, I feel like. Like, you know, if you're, if you're inside of me and you're like more than it feels good, right? I had one guy tell me that my insides were 10 degrees hotter than my outside. And I was like, that's hot. Like that's hot to think about for me. Literally and figuratively. Yeah, figuratively. Exactly right. (laughs) All right. Your turn. Um, let's see. Um, I already know the answer to this question, so I can't ask it. It's okay. Not, I'll ask it anyway, but then I don't want you to answer it. It's, have you ever watched another couple get it on? Oh, without them knowing. Yeah, you. I think you... I'm, gonna I'm, answer, sure, I'm, I'm answering sure. your question for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think who or when, but I pro- probably. Yeah, exactly. That I want to do over question. Yeah, you, that really wasn't a good question for you. Let's see. Um, mm, when was the last time you had a vivid sex dream? A vivid sex dream. Ooh, um, it's been recently. It's been in the last 30 days. Let me say really? that. Really? Last 30. Well, we do a sex podcast. I know. I We were just talking about how <laughs> much one, like, we talk about ago. sex. And <laughs> it's interesting how it, it comes up a lot, doesn't it? In regular conversation. You know, <laughs> I've been told recently by some of my friends that it's like a constant topic. And I don't feel like I talk about sex all the time, but I do. Okay. Well, but I don't, we, you, oh, you were just on the Cafe Racer podcast, which let's give them a huge oh, giant shout out for that. Yes. Because Monica was just a guest on Cafe Racer Motorcycle Podcast. Where we didn't talk about sex. Well, we kind of we did. did. You we said did. That you, they, they kept, bringing, kept coming up. Well, Lady Margaret came up. Lady I, Margaret shows up everywhere. I, I don't know. <laughs> She's like her own personality now. <laughs> she needs her own Instagram page. <laughs> 
<laughs> so funny. So yeah, we were on. I was on the Cafe Racer podcast, which, by the way, they are an awesome, awesome podcast. Um, and they talk about all things motorcycle, and they just have such a good time, and they're really, really fun. And and Steve is one of my oldest friends, and so I you mean, Daddy, no fun, Daddy, no fun. And I had um, been spending, have recently been spending a lot of time on the back of a motorcycle, and so I purchased a helmet, and so we did a review on the helmet. So. It looks like a disco ball. It's the coolest helmet ever. It's the coolest helmet ever. It was on your chair when I came in after your dad's party, and I was like, oh, she had a disco ball. I did not realize it was your helmet. I really <laughs> thought it was a disco ball. I look like I'm going to outer space. Like I, I look like an astronaut. So. Nice. But we had a good time on the podcast, but yeah, we did talk about... Uh, Anyway, back to your vivid dream. So, yeah, so it was recent. Um, I had one like two nights ago. I had an orgasm in my sleep. Oh, I'm so jealous. I've done that before, but it's been so long. It's so few and far between, but when it happens, I'm, I'm always really happy, obviously, because it's awesome and it always wakes me up. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, God damn it, how fucked up is that, that you can have an or- I can have an orgasm in my sleep without any... How is that fucked up? That's a party in your no, no. hoo-ha. I'm not... <laughs> that's not the part that's fucked up. It's <laughs> oh, really... Sorry. It's super awesome. But, like, then why is it such a struggle? It used to be. According right. to you, you're well, having them all over the place I'm having days. a great time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously. It used to be Monica's struggle, but clearly now, you know, the wind blows and Monica's like, ah! <laughs> I, I, no, it's not that bad. Um, but... Yeah, I just think it's interesting that you can have an orgasm in your sleep with zero contact. Could, well, it goes to it goes to what we've talked about, right? Orgasms in your are in your head. Yeah, yeah. It just blows my mind that that that's. I, I just want to have a moment with my body. Hey, could you do that more frequently? I mean, like, talk well, to your I body. Just, I would like to experience a vaginal orgasm before I die. Like that's on my bucket list. Oh my god, your entire <clears throat> being—it feels like. Um, no, I've had them because oh. I just had one in my sleep. But oh. I haven't had it dur- like, during sex. Oh. During sex. So that's what I'm saying. Like, clearly I'm capable. I had one during sex. When it, I'm telling you, it felt like every part of my body, if you can imagine an explosion, it's like in shards of glass go in every direction. Yeah. That's how it felt. That's amazing. It was unbelievable. Right? Yes, totally, so I'm, that's totally worth it. something I want to explore. And also, I would like to, I would like to have a squirting thing happen. Oh, you, oh, that's right. We talked about that on the squirting show. You've never squirted. No, and I wonder, like, I wonder if it's one of those things where I... <laughs> you have to be really comfortable. Okay, I say this. Truth, well, <laughs> I was going to say you have to be really comfortable with who gives you what you want, but remember I have that guy who's the parlor trick. I know, and so that's what I'm... I mean, I just don't know if I... Well, I say that, because, and then I said that about Eva, too, that I didn't know if I could do it. You went for it. And then I went for it. I don't know. Would he do it? He to- oh, a hundred thousand percent. Tony would totally do it. But is it like really like an orgasm? I mean, because this is what everyone tells me. It's not really an or- like it's not an orgasm like we're like we it's think. Different. It's, right? it's so, different. Yeah. But it it it's. But is it pleasurable? We I think we've had this exact. So it, well, but if they haven't <laughs> listened to that show, my brain is like. It's okay. We did a show in the very. I think it was like our second show. So we've we've evolved since then, right? Yeah, for sure. So that was our squirting and shaving and manscaping show. Right? Yeah. And so let me say this. The, the very first time it was ever done to me, it was happening before I knew what happened. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious because I he was like, this is not, and he stuck his fingers in my pussy and I squirted it all over and I was like, whoa. And that's what it felt like for me. Whoa, what just happened? And I realized what just happened and how did that happen? And oh my God. So there wasn't any sexual anything leading up to? No, there was. To... We'd been, yeah, we'd been playing. But, oh, but, but, I but I didn't, 
like I didn't expect that because I never had that. So it was kind of shocking the yeah. first time. But I'll say this when if you if you just go and squirt, like somebody's, you know, you're there's no there's no if there's no effort and energy and attraction and all of this stuff going first, right? Because it's a trigger. It's just a trigger. Like hit the buttons, like bam. Okay. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're not like if, if I you, were to meet this guy and I wasn't attracted to him, like You'd have to get somewhat aroused in order to have it happen. Exactly. Okay. Right. It has to fill. It that. has to fill. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Okay. Right. right. And then bam. But but I'll say this. When you are super into somebody and there's lots of arousal building up to it, when you squirt, it's like amazing. But it's not an orgasm? It is. I'm so confused. But it's not. Okay. So an orgasm like we know it, or, right? Or that I, at least I, I've never been in your body. So let me say this. An <laughs> orgasm. <laughs> an orgasm as I know it is a buildup and then a heavy contraction and then smaller contractions. Like Okay. Just, okay Fair just, enough. Right. I would say that's accurate. Okay. Uh, a squirting orgasm does not feel like that, at least not to me. It's There's the buildup and stuff and then... It's it's a it's a different type of contraction, it's and so then there and here's the part for me that is very distracting is then there's fluid everywhere, <laughs> which I I've, I've got to link it in our show notes. There's a blanket. I don't ask. I don't even know how I found it, but there's some blanket that you can put on the bed if you have a squirter and it doesn't go through the blanket. It's a big it, like you can wash it and dry it and treat it oh. like a regular blanket, but apparently you can do gallons of <clears throat> fluid and it doesn't go through to your mattress. That's good to know. Yeah, I forget the name of it, but I'll put that in the show notes because if somebody's squirting, they would want to know it. It's in the show notes. Like, do you, do you, so do you like doing it or is it like a pain in the ass? Some, because like I have friends that are, have been squirters their whole lives and now it's just a pain in the ass when they come, like when they have a squirting organ, like they don't, they don't want it because the mess, it's it, messy. It is messy. Yeah. So, Two things. First of all, if you if if you're not regularly a squirter, it you know you you have to work at it, and so therefore, when you do it, you're expecting it, and it's fun. But I feel like once you learn how to squirt, then and how do you learn how to squirt if you don't let someone do it to you? Like, can you teach yourself how to squirt? That I do not know the answer to because somebody taught me. How? Oh, a guy. A guy. But what I was gonna so let me tell you the rest of the story. This happened to me recently. Okay. Actually. All right. Um. So, you know, once your body knows how to do it, it's like anything else. Your body's like, oh, I can do this. Easy, yeah, right? Right, exactly. Okay, so I, for the very first time, very recently, was masturbating with two toys. I had a G-spot vibrator inside of my pussy. Okay. Okay, uh, with a stick. And then I had my regular vibrator playing with my clit. Right. Had a great orgasm. By the way, I highly recommend that. Okay. <laughs> Sidebar. So when I was done, I lay there, I recovered, whatever. I moved my giant vibrator away, and I did not think about it, but I... You know, you bear down. I mm -hmm. bared down just to kind of move that G-spot vibrator, squirted all over the bed. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, didn't really expect that to happen. Good lesson. So now when I do it, I gingerly take that thing out so I don't squirt all over. Interesting. FYI. So, yeah, you can teach yourself to do it, I'm sure. Now, I've seen girls, and I don't know what they're doing on porn, but I've seen girls on porn rub their clit and bam, squirt. I can't do that. I don't believe any of it. Okay, I don't Something's believe Something's happening? Yeah, it's, it's you not camera tricks. Okay, so it's, are you kidding me? Okay. All right. All right. You could take a turkey baster of freaking water or fluid and put it up there and it'll get caught up in little nooks and crannies. And that, then, you know what? I don't think about things that way. And you way. could totally, when you contract, squirt that shit out. Okay, when I've seen porn filmed and I have... I've never seen them stick a turkey baster up there. Let me there, just say that. 
Now, but I didn't see any squirting porn either. So let me be clear. You like, don't think that they clip and put things together and You know what? I know several porn stars, I'll find out. I know okay, good. The guy who's gonna make you squirt, he does porn. We'll ask him. There are I mean, that industry is famous or infamous. I'm not saying for, that that's right? not like, happening. I'm just saying I haven't seen it. I'm not saying that somebody hasn't squirted in porn, but I'm I mean, probably someone has. But it seems I'm like they're saying. they're having sex and then she rubs her clip, squirt. <laughs> it's like a great sound effect. <laughs> it's even better on video. <laughs> ah, here we go. Okay. This is the question I wanted to ask. Oh God. How would you respond if a couple approached you to be their third? That'd be a hard no. <laughs> That's it? Yeah. That's it? I mean You got nothing there? Okay, so let's back up. It's Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Ugh, she's gross. Sorry. Okay, Brad Pitt and Jennifer sure Aniston. Look, I'm, I'm picking sure a hot couple lovely. here. Tim McGraw, Faith Hill. I don't care. Hot couple. I'm, I mean, uh, I don't know. Maybe if I was really, really drunk. <laughs> I mean, I, it's just not, I don't know. I mean, me, the only way I could see maybe possibly saying yes to that is maybe if I knew them. You okay. know, if, if I was, if it was like, you know, friends of mine or, you know, obviously not like best friends because I, I don't, I wouldn't want to go there. But if it was like an acquaintance that I found really attractive and his girlfriend was super hot and they said, hey, we, we I've actually been asked. I've been propositioned. And you said no? Nope. Okay. Mm-mm. I actually have a follow-up question because this actually happened to me. So here's my follow-up question. Okay. Right. Well, so let's pick like a couple, uh, all right, random couple, Tom and Jane. Okay. okay. They are very good friends of yours. Okay. Okay. Actually, no. Tom is a very good friend of yours. Okay. And he's dating Jane. Okay. All right. I'm trying to figure out who this is. No, stay with me. And Jane has a fantasy Uh that she wants to be watched having sex with Tom. And they call you up and they say, Monica, Mm -hmm. would you do it? Would you go be their voyeur? Uh, No. (laughs) You wouldn't go. You don't even have to do anything. Except I can't unsee it. (laughs) What if Tom was an ex? Hold on. What if you've had sex with Tom before? And I and I can't. Okay. So Tom and Jane are so newly dating. I just dating. have to go and stand there and watch. To, no, you don't stand are there. Are they going to pay me money? No. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason I can think that I would do that. Because <laughs> if someone paid me some money. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. So there's a guy that I dated at one point, and he called me up. He says, hey, my new girlfriend has this fantasy. He's like, would you be willing to go and sit and watch? So I'm like, sure, why not? And what do you do when you're watching? Well, I've never actually watched someone have sex that I was doing it for their benefit. I've watched it for my benefit. Okay. So if it's if in that case, I'm playing with myself or whatever. Okay. But for their benefit, I don't know. I haven't done it yet. If I do it, I'll get back. They asked. I said, yes, they're supposed to call. I'll let you know. Oh, I'm interested in hearing. <laughs> I forgot to tell you about that. Yeah. Because I just don't think I would... For me, I don't think it would be a turn on. So then... I, then I'm just going through the motions. It's like I'm. Well, all you, all I understand that my job would be because they're not. So you're just gonna sit there with your legs crossed in a in an armchair watching him. I I, just, I haven't I haven't done it. I have no information. You have all the information I have that it's Jane's <laughs> fantasy. I haven't even talked to Jane. I've talked to Tom, who I've had sex with three times in my life. Because I. I mean, I can't wait to hear. <laughs> I'll let you know. I'll get back to you. I can't wait to hear because that sounds very very interesting. I, it, it would be a hard no for me. Well, I wouldn't say a hard no. A medium hard You'll no. You'll go to a stranger and take off your clothes and let her rub your vagina. 
Right. But you will not watch somebody you know have sex. I mean, just let's put it in perspective for yeah, bravery here. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I, I, it's funny because, like, I have friends that, you know, go to play parties and things like that. And, and you know, if I know that, that they're going to be having sex, I usually won't go. Okay. Because I don't really, I, they're my friend. I don't know. I just don't you want to. You can't. You know, you are such a visual person. I can understand that too. <laughs> like, for me, visual recall is so low on my skill set. It's not even that it's a turn off. Like, it's not like I'm repulsed or disgusted by it or anything like that. Like, God bless them. I think it's fucking awesome. But it's just not my thing. All right. I don't know. Okay. Ask me question 44. (laughs) Okay. What's the most (laughs) embarrassing thing that's happened to you while hooking up? Okay. This is the best. (laughs) All right. So there was this guy and he and I had seen each other at several parties and we always kind of knew eventually we were going to get there. Mm -hmm. Right. And on this particular evening, we hook up and we hook up at a play party. So there's people everywhere having sex, let's be clear, all right? And I'm on my back. He's having sex with me. We're having a nice time. It's fairly dark in the room. And I open my eyes and I look up and there is a face. (laughs) I'm not even kidding you. Like angled down facing me. Like, and I look up and I said to him, I think your wife is watching us. Oh, (laughs) hand to God. Uh oh. And she goes, Are you guys almost done? (laughs) We got to get home for the babysitter. I swear to God. (laughs) It's like a bat, it's like a comedy, it's like a movie. If it was, you can't even make it up. Okay. And for the record, to this day, she's one of my best friends. And we laugh about the fact that she was Aww. like, we had to get home for the babysitter. That's nice. Yeah. That's adorable. I, that's why I think that's a funny story. All right. So. These are ooh, fun. These what are fun is questions. the weirdest thing that turns you on? Oh, God. Um, I, the, word weir- the word weird is such a strange word, right? Because you have to define it. Yeah. Define that for me. <laughs> Stall for me because I'm I, not stalling. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so maybe instead of the word weird, maybe we could unusual. I mean, God, I feel like I sound like a broken record, but this whole, this whole like primal thing is just really fun. I'm really so explain that. that to the audience. Maybe they don't because I'm not into it, so I don't know that I really understand it. Even yeah, so I didn't know anything about it until I met this particular person. But it's just um, what is primal, or what is your definition of it? I mean, my, yeah, it has a lot. I mean, and it, it, it has a, a spectrum, I would say. Like you know? autism. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like any fetish, right, 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 I would say. But, you know, the way that it was introduced to me was like, it's just the way that I guess we would naturally have sex if we were, I mean, I don't want to say like cavemen. It's That's what like, I was going to say, cavemen. I'm not getting like clobbered over the head and dragged into a cave and raped, but. Yeah. <laughs> You snorted in the microphone. I'm that not. Was great. I always snort. I'm not saying I'd be opposed to that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, Her hair's long. It's easy. <laughs> but there is this animalistic, very he gra- like he'll grab me and he'll like, um, like like kind of squeeze me in. Like I, it, I don't know how to explain it. And he and he growls a little. There's a growl. There's some growling that happens. Right. A lot of growling actually. Not all the time. This isn't like every single time. But there's growling. And there's a lot of... So when you're saying growling... I'm not going to growl. Please? Nope. Okay, but we need... Because it, it, to me, it's like animal. Now I'm thinking like my dog. Grr. What are we talking about here? No, it's not like a, it's not like a grr. So it's what like is it? It's like a guttural... Is it like, like a moan? It's 
<clears throat> no. We would need an example, please. I'm not going to fucking growl <laughs> because I don't have the voice order that men, when they... Like, vroom, is like yes, that? Like, yeah, like yeah. A, like a like vroom, a, vroom sound if they're making the it's engine? It's like a deep... Vo- it's, some, it's just fucking primal. It's like, I don't know. It's the way, I guess, we feel like we would sound if we were not domesticated. So like gorillas. Maybe. Okay, I was just checking. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> I don't right. even know. All right, but you're saying it's the way that he grabs you and is forceful? Yeah, it's um, like he's definitely very dominant. It's definitely like he's in control. So he's the doer. He's definitely the doer. Okay. And um, yeah, I don't, I honestly, I'm not explaining this very well. I feel kind of bad because I'm. I that's don't, okay. We'll do it. Why don't we do a primal show? Why don't we do some oh, research yeah, and let, do a primal oh, show? Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Not I just love pretty. that idea. Yeah. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not just pretty. <laughs> All right. Um, have you ever woken up pumping your pillow? No. Who comes for pillow? I, boys, I think. You know, no, I have a girlfriend that that masturbates like that. What? <laughs> I swear to God, she she humps her pillow. <laughs> I don't she, get it. Yeah, she like puts it between her legs and she kind of rides it. Okay, does she have a vibrator on top of the pillow? No, no uh, then no. I don't get it. She just fucking humps her pillow. And don't you remember that movie? What was that movie? Black Swan with Natalie Portman. I never Isn't saw. Isn't there it. a scene where she's humping her pillow? I never There's saw the mas- movie. Oh what? What? Oh man, you gotta watch that movie. Do you like touching yourself in front of the people you sleep with? So this is a new thing for me. I can I have no issue touching myself with the men that I sleep with, as long as they are somehow involved. Like if if they're if we're having sex or if they're touching me in some way. But for me to masturbate, and just a man is like pulled up a chair <laughs> with a headlamp is <laughs> <laughs> very awkward for me. And I'm trying to get over that because I think it's super hot. And Do you I, like watching him masturbate. Do you want I've to never done a- that? Oh, that's hot. Is it? Hot. I see. I don't know. Like, oh what do you do? God. Do you make eye contact? Then you're like, I'm making too much eye contact. Like, you know, do you, what, what am I do? Do I just sit here? Do I twiddle, twiddle my thumbs? Do uh, I like, you, get, it's mesmerizing. Do I get my knitting out? For you me, know? it's like mesmerizing. Now, I got to be clear, like on porn, I don't want to watch guys jack off on porn. Like right. that's not what I mean. But when it's somebody you care about, like this guy mm-hmm. with the primal guy, for example, right? Mm-hmm. The size of their hands are so big and it doesn't really matter how big their cock is. It could be a giant cock, a small cock. The bottom mm-hmm. line of it is their hand is so much bigger around their cock than your hand is, for example. Mm-hmm. And there's something very, really sexy about seeing them in that vulnerable place of self-pleasure that's an interesting that's an interesting um way of thinking about it yeah because because you're watching them do something that in that they've done for a gajillion years since they were little they were in their teens right and you're watching them and you're learning what it is they like yeah and that's that's really interesting because right you're you are watching them do something that they've done a thousand times before and you can mm-hmm. kind of learn from it, which is Well, kind of and nice. you get a window into them. It's, it, it's, right. a, it's, it's a I very think, intimate window. And that's maybe why I, I'm so nervous about doing it because it's like that vulnerability that we talk mm-hmm. about all the time. Yes. You know, making yourself that vulnerable to someone. I mean, that's, a, that's probably one of the more vulnerable things that we can do with our partners is masturbate in front of them and just have them not be involved just like when I, when I got trimmed recently, you know, you're just front and center. It's not sexual, but you know, you're exposed. Well, and, and there's to me that like, to me of, of the scale of things that turn me on, 
to watch one of my partners do that, because it's two things, right? It's a gift they're giving you. Yeah. It really is a gift to, to, uh, to, uh, to allow themselves to be that vulnerable in front of you mm-hmm. for you to witness that. Mm-hmm. And, oh, I just, I can't even tell you. I got it. Like, I got it. I'm a over little, it. I'm a little, you know. I'm working towards it though, like slowly. No, I'm saying I'm a little turned on right now just oh. thinking about it. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> I'm getting all fleshy over here going, yeah, it's good. <laughs> I'm trying to get, a, I'm trying to move towards that. So yeah. I've definitely gotten more and more adventurous. And when I feel myself getting really self-conscious, I just kind of breathe through it like, and just, you know, go back to focusing on the pleasure and what it, you know, what it feels like rather than what I look like. You know, right, and especially as women too, I think we we put so much pressure on ourselves to look this way or that way, or you know, what are they seeing and our lady bits, you know, because their penises are out all the time. Right, they're out. It's like, hello, here I am. It's in the shower, getting dressed. I mean, most of the men that I date spend an inordinate amount of time naked in my house. <laughs> it's crazy to me. Like, I don't. It's like I get up in the morning, and the first thing I think of doing is like, what am I going to wear today? And then I'll put clothes on. And then I'll go downstairs, and then na- the man will come down naked. <laughs> and- oh, my goodness. No, I'm naked all the time. Right. <laughs> well, and I never I- think about clothes unless I have to go somewhere. <laughs> yeah, so, well, I also, my house is very open so downstairs. Like, right, I have a open. lot of windows. So, you know, I do, and I had, when I first bought my place, my next-door neighbors had two, uh, you know, young boys. And okay. I, I, I was, like, in a fishbowl, and I was like, I, you know, I don't really want to be there, like, porn fodder for their whole lives. So, <laughs> so Have you seen mom and dad's neighbor? <laughs> <laughs> so it's taken a long time to like, you know, they've, they're gone now. They're in college and married and stuff. So. Right. But still. But yeah, I would think about that. But anyway, yeah, yeah I've been, I've been, I've, I've been naked my whole life. I love that. I'm a naked girl. What do you do when you get horny in public? Like now? <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, I, you know, I don't usually get horny in public unless I'm with someone who is creating that environment with us. Well, I could see that. Right. Like you don't have to get horny alone. Like, like one time I was on a plane. In, so band, I think that in band camp. And one time at band camp, right. <laughs> I was on a plane and the person I was with, um, I was sitting by the window and he was sitting in, because we were flying coach, which whatever. Anyway, <laughs> I think everyone should fly first class. Right. So. Um, <laughs> if only we could all do that. I think we should. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm in, I'm in, this has been years and years ago. So I'm, uh, I'm in the window and he's in the middle and he's talking dirty in my ear. Ooh. And I was, I forget what I was wearing. Maybe I was had a jacket on or something, but he had his hand inside of my jacket and he was pinching my nipple. Wow. And I was doing everything I could do to stay still in that seat. So, so you didn't do anything about it. We're on a plane, Monica. I know. Well, I'm just saying. What am I gonna do? What, no, what would you have done? Smacked him. <laughs> oh no, I was turned on. I was totally no, into what he was doing. Even if I was turned on, I probably <laughs> <smacked>. <laughs> no, I was totally into what he was doing. I was like, you can keep doing what you're. And he was just in my ear, just it was That's pretty hot. It was really hot. I like that. It was really hot. All right. Who gave you your first orgasm? God, it was so long ago. Oh, Orgasm so more. Who gave you? It was an older man. What? Yeah. It took me a long... It, How well, old were you? Let's pause. How old were you? I was in like in my mid-20s. 
Before you had your first orgasm? Well, I gave myself my first orgasm, but when someone gave me an orgasm, and by the way, I have a little bit of a difficulty with, with that, that wording. Me too. <laughs> me too. No one can give you an orgasm. They're yours. Take control. Well, no one can give you an orgasm because you have. they can give you the mental space or the physical for you to touch. relax yes. and, and release to an orgasm. You can't gift it to somebody. I wish it was that way. Right. But it's not. So, but anyway, but anyway the me? first one so who had it. My very you. first orgasm that I ever had with a man, and I had had partners. I had had my, uh, you know, I had boyfriends in high school, and I had um, boyfriends in college. And then it was, let's see, it would be like my junior year. So I, I left school for a little while and I came home and I met this older gentleman who was super fucking hot. When you say older, we're going to need an age. Okay, sorry. I was in my mid-20s and he was like 40-something. Okay, so. So he to me, he, he was, was older. For older. Sure. And he was super hot. He looked exactly like Kevin Costner. I shit you not. We would be in California and walk, he was a movie producer and people would stop him and ask him for his autograph, which was fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah. Really good looking guy. And he was Latin. He was just a very sensual. I wish that I had been in a better space sexually when I met him because I ha- he was a really, I think, a really great lover, but I just was so self You were so 20. I was so 20. <laughs> I was so self-conscious and nervous and everything he did was just, you know, way out there for me, way out there for me. But he went down on me and, and I had my first orgasm that way. And I remember being like, holy Fuck balls, Batman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was really amazing. It was really amazing. And I remember, too, that when we would have sex, he would always try to take my hand and, like, get me to touch myself. And I was like, no, I don't touch that thing. I can't do it. Oh, how <laughs> In front funny. of you. Yeah. So it's funny when you think about those experiences and then you're like, wow, how look how far And if I you could have said to him at 20 years old, someday I'm going to do a sex podcast. Oh, my and God. And I'm going to let a stranger touch my vagina. Oh, he would never believe it. He would never believe it. We broke up because of the fact that I think sexually he wanted someone who is more experimental and he shamed me for it. I remember when oh, we wow. broke up, I remember when we broke up, he was like, you're so inhibited, you know, you're so inhibited and you just won't let go. And, and, you know, so did that, let me ask questions. So him telling you that, did that make you inspired to be less inhibited or did that make you more inhibited for those following years? That's a great, great question. And it actually Thanks. I left, so I was living in Costa Rica with him. And when that happened and we broke up, I left And when I got home, it made me so angry that he said that, that I ended up buying that book. Uh, Who was it? It's Lori Bernstein, I think her name is. 101 Nights of Sex? Nope. Oh. (laughs) It was called For Yourself. I believe it's Lori Bernstein. She's a PhD. And it was a book. I'll link it in the comments. Like one of the first books that came out that was basically telling women, look, if you can't touch yourself, then you know, you will never learn to be able to tell a man how to touch you. Oh, that, why well, did, that's some, that's jogging a memory. Somebody yeah. just recently said that to and me that she, they've never been an orgasm. And she orgasm. had extra, so, oh, really? I'm trying to remember what it was, but it was something, and it was that same kind of conversation. Yeah. You can't tell them what to do if you don't know what to do. Right. So I ended up buying this book, which was a huge deal for me. And I bought my first vibrator, which I had never bought a vibrator before in my life. And it all came in like the discreet packaging. And so you didn't go into the sex store and buy it? No. <laughs> no. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm just checking. I'm just checking um, what we're dealing with here. And I, she had exercises in the book, you know, and I, I don't remember any of them now, but I do remember one of them was to 
get yourself comfortable, get in a room, lock the door, no distractions, and just explore your body and just start touching and seeing what feels good and what doesn't feel good. And, and she had wonderful, she's, she was on, I think she's still around. I, I, I really... Um, I'll, I'll look for the book and, lo- and link it in yeah, the show notes. Yeah, but that book changed my life. And I remember I finally, because I had masturbated before, but I had always done it with, uh, I, I was a big fan of the, um, like the shower. Hmm. I, okay, to this day, shower. to this day, I've never had an orgasm with a shower head. Have you tried? A yeah, hundred times. Really? I don't know. What about the faucet and the bathtub? Uh, no. Oh! I'm so- <laughs> and I've heard of women sitting on the jets in the pool and the hot That's tubs. That's too intense for me, but the bathtub? No. The faucet on the bathtub is like beyond. I'll try again. Oh my. It's as close to oral sex as you'll get. I'll tr- maybe maybe I. It's just awkward. I was going to say, where like, your legs you go? That was scoot. exactly that's <laughs> exactly what I was thinking. Where do my legs go? <laughs> you got to scoot all the way to the end, and then there's the drain, right. which sometimes is flat. Sometimes it's got that little like bumpy nipple thing. on it, and that sucks. So you got to put. I always put like a, a like a towel or washcloth or something there to make it softer. And you can lift your it'll lift your pelvis up a little bit, and then you can oh. you can stick one the right leg or up against one side and yeah, or, 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 you the head. <laughs> <laughs> or out out of the bathtub itself completely. okay and then the other one i mean you'll figure it out you'll right. figure it out i i promise Just you be i do my homework and i will do it i'll do it tonight yeah I'll oh, let you know. oh that's awesome I'll just be very careful of your hot and your cold because you do not want to scald your lady bits which you can that do when you're bad. in the throes and you accidentally hit the <gasps> You can. Vo- this is big sister here, voice of experience. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's happening. Well, you're like that'll move you off that real quick thing, real quick. Yeah, but um, but anyway, that's oh god. So I had done it that, way, but I had never touched myself, you know. And so this book, you know, really broke it down, and it made so much sense to me. And so I started learning, and took time. You know, this isn't like you do this one time and you have an orgasm, and you're like. Oh, and now you know. Right. No, it takes time to figure out, oh, I like this and I don't like that, or I like something inserted, or I like my nipples played with mm-hmm. when I'm touching, my, you know, whatever. I mm-hmm. mean, it's like every woman's different, and but you really start to learn your body. And then when you learn your body, you can say to a guy like, hey, that doesn't feel good, or this feels good, or I like it when, you right. know? I mean, it's so important. I can't say enough good things. But anyways, in answer to your query, I... It, it, he did in change. I took what I took what he had thrown at me and turned it into, I'm going to learn gift. from this. Yeah. I guess. Good for it's, you. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. So it's interesting because I, and I will link that in the show notes. But when I, we were talking, what I was, what I was hearing you say was about her telling you to go in and just learn to make love to yourself. Yes. Right. And, and you know, my Ted talk is called unshaming sex, seeding greatness in women. Mm-hmm. And that's going to actually be one of the, it's interesting because that book is so old and there, and that's going to be one of the things I'm specifically talking about with young women. Yeah. And, you know, I love that topic and I love that you're talking about it because, and and you and I have talked about this off of the show a lot where, you know, I I know that men have guilt. I know that there's shame, you know, especially with religion and and huge for people. For sure. I'm not trying to diminish, you know, a male experience with guilt and all that, but I do think it's so much more acceptable. And as women, as girls, you know, we're not allowed to talk about it. Do you know, I was reading a statistic just the other day that said there is no culture, and I have to look this up because, so I don't want to state this as an absolute fact, Okay. but there is no culture in the world that promotes female sexuality. 
Like that. Oh, wow. Right. That that encourages, like we're always shut down. We're always shamed. It's across the board, across the, what the hell is everybody so afraid of? Can you tell me what happens when we are in our sexual beings? We're powerful. Are are we that terrifying? We have to be because we're, (laughs) because we're powerful. But why is that scary? Like, isn't that great? Like, why are we so awful that we... I think, like, I, but, but <laughs> there's so much, gosh, there's so much data out there about that. You're so right. It's not that we're awful. It's that it, it would it would challenge what society knows to be true. Yeah. But how did it start? How did all of the shaming and the, you know, I know that our, our well, our vaginas or vulva, if you want to be, you know... <laughs> anatomically correct but you know it's it's all tucked up and it's it's hidden you know whereas men are really out there mm-hmm. you know so i so maybe that's part of it but like so i don't know about start? world cultures i don't know about world cultures on it because yeah. that's the first time i've heard that stat which is fascinating by the way yeah but i do know um kathleen mcgowan has uh, a series of books out where she actually talks about um cultures that oh I've, I've it's been years since i've read these so I, I hate to misquote but basically the gist of it is is it came from men and the church and the at one point women were the only ones who were allowed to own property and so it was very important that women made a good match so that their sons were um their, so their sons and daughters could inherit it anyway it was a big thing i will get more information but what i know for sure is there was something about men in the church, and they ended up saying to women, are you a witch? And if the women said yes, they were killed. And if they said no, they were put in a, um, what's that thing where they put you in where your head and your arms are in? The stockade. Stockade, thank you. That until they said yes, and and then their land was taken away and given to the men. It was That's that's why women compete against for men. Because, you know, we were talking... Um, ancestrally we're taught to compete for the bet the, the best guy mm-hmm. you know because mm-hmm. that's the strongest man who will then pass our lands onto our children right back when they were taking land from women They're, i mean they, that's nature too right yeah. i mean you know natural selection and, yeah yeah i'll look up the kathleen mcgowan books and i'll link them in there because it's real fascinating yeah it sounds really interesting yeah Okay. Wait, but I I, I want to answer one more question. Oh, you want to? Okay, which question do you want? The I'll one that said, "What's the most embarrassing thing somebody's ever done to you?" <laughs> <laughs> I want to answer that question. That's so funny. Okay, answer it. Okay. So one time <laughs> at band camp, this guy was going down on me, and he was feeling remarkably playful, and he grabbed my legs <laughs> like they were handlebars. Oh no! And he's got his face in my hoo ha. Wait a minute. Whoa. How is this happening? He's got, he's got, he's got, okay. So here's my legs. Yeah. And he's down on my, you're doing his thing. Okay. Okay. And he kind of closed his hands on my legs a little bit and he goes, like he's driving no. a boat. I swear to God. Like he's driving a boat. Like, nope. Yeah. Nope. True story. So what did you do? I laughed because I thought it was funny. Well, it probably was funny. <laughs> it was hysterical. I mean, that's pretty funny. I thought it was very funny and it was a little embarrassing because I was like, when you're down there, you should be thinking all sensual thoughts, not, hey, this is like a motorcycle. <laughs> I can't think. I mean, I, I'm trying. If to, I had been on the Cafe Razor podcast, I would have told that story. <laughs> they would have loved that. I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh my god! All right. So as we get out of here today, Miss Monica, stay curious and keep asking questions. Oh, nice. High five. Nice one.